0: Ah, well, Rabbi Herbs, you're dripping, you know that? Do you need a pail over there because you're dripping so much schwitz and everything. You're sweating your head off. No, I hope I'll keep my head on. I'm sweating, but I'll keep my head on, okay? I hope so, too. Anyway, so what's cooking? I don't know. I'm not a cook. I'm just doing a story right now. Ah, let
1: me just uh, cool off. a We have a little bit of air conditioning in here. Ah, okay, are we ready?
0: I think we're ready. Uh, I think so. Uh-huh. Oh. Hey, I think we're just about ready. Okay, um, uh, at least I am. Uh, uh, I am also. You know, uh, last week I did a lot of performances, Jesse. You have a
1: very big fan club out there.
0: Thank you, thank you. I hope you have one, too. Uh, I, I hope
1: so, too. Okay, so you're listening to j dot com. And we are live here in the J-Root
0: Studio. Uh, j and if you want to listen to us, uh, you can listen to us either on the telephone, or uh, you can listen to us at 712-432-4217. And
2: of course, the number we never have to say, because everybody seems to know the number 718-683-5858. We never have to say that number ever again, 718-683-5858, because everybody knows that
0: number. What's that number for anyways?
1: Oh, I yeah, see.
0: I thought yeah, everybody knows the number. I don't know what they do with it. Uh-oh, they call up after the show, I mean after the story, and then they tell us what lesson they learned in the story. Oh, wow, maybe I should try that one day. Yeah, maybe. Okay, anyways, we have a very interesting, interesting story. Okay, so, uh, all of can listen to us live. Uh, or on archives by dialing 718-506-9099. And, of course, you can listen to us on the kosher Internet at jrootradio.com if you want to text in a story idea or some, uh, you know, uh, suggestions or whatever it is. Or for, for asking for information, the text number is 347-927-8398. Hey, I remember you look a little bit tired. No, you said it before. I am smelting, I am soaking wet, because it is hot out there with a lot of humidity. Yeah. Wow, yes, that's true. Okay, a lot of humidity.
2: Okay. Anyways, so uh uh, uh what you gonna do?
0: What do you mean, what am I gonna do? I'm gonna do what we do every week. Okay, so you're listening to J Radio, we said that right? Yeah, we did, okay. And then we have to... Oh yeah, right. If would like to send in donations to J-Wa Radio... Uh, uh, ...the, the, the address is... As, 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 well, here, here. Just read it off the paper. Okay, I'll read it off the paper. Boy, it is hot in here. Okay. Anyways, 2829 Nostrand Avenue, uh, Brooklyn, New York, 11229. And donations are gladly accepted. And yes, you can deduct to deduct according to, uh, right for the post game, anyways, okay? Because it, it, we do a lot of tackles over here. And, uh, well, we don't have to go into details. I think it's pretty self evident, okay? Anyways, uh, let's see what else we could do. Um, um and um. we could um go on to the next one. Right. If anybody's interest, I know. I got it. I got it. If anybody's interested, in hi, Rabbi Yassir. E. For storytelling. Or for Kayach Van Damayach, The special
2: Hamish show that demonstrates the power of energy. And if you want a little bit more, you can have the uh, Extreme Martial Arts demonstration by Rabbi e. Theorist. Any one of these type of shows, if you want, you just call... No, it's not for free, of course. You know, it costs money. But, but if you want more information about it, then you call...
0: 7183751294 okay and if you're interested in any uh, like martial art
2: lessons or, uh, uh, you, know, you know, the the Dam uh, lessons, you know, things that calm you down, you know, things like that. Uh, uh, type of energy exercises, or you know, things, you know, you just want to learn self-defense, you know, things like that. Uh, uh, you want to learn the right way, you know, things
0: like that. And what's what all this things like that, things like that? I don't know, I just felt like doing things like that. Oh, would you stop that? No. I mean, yeah, I mean, okay, whatever you say, Robert, you the boss. Yes, you got that part right. Okay, so, uh. Um... Uh, I think we got that
2: Oh uh, yes One more thing If anybody's interested In hiring a musician or Storyteller Or uh, If you want to take Private art lessons Or a little small group Art lessons We can arrange that Also You can arrange that Well, we'll, we'll You know Just call for more information uh, And And what else uh, Did I miss anything Yes Oh yes Of course If you want to order From stories
0: Story CDs Or you want to buy Any more information on How to buy the CDs Of course You call 718-375-1294 And yes well, most of those CDs are not available in the stores. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, 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 you know, um, if you
2: want them, you got to call and you got to buy them. Uh, I mean, well, if you don't want to buy them, then you don't buy them. I mean, that's all. I mean, it's up to you. I mean, you know, I mean, there are plenty of people that listen to me on the radio, and rubber radio, so, I mean, you can always hear stories every Wednesday night. And, you know, so and so forth. Oh, 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 uh, y- you give me that look, rubber ears.
0: Yes, I would like to get into the story. You'd like to get into the story? How do you get into a story? Oh, you yeah, see. Could you just relax? Okay, I'll relax. I'll try. Okay, uh, go right ahead, Rabbi Ames. Okay, so first I would like to say that this week's show is dedicated for uh, Refua Shlema, once again, for Chaim Yozizhi ben Sarah Miriam. That name again, for Refua Shlema's Chaim Yozizhi ben Surah Miriam. Also, I would like to give a special shout-out to Camp Panina Senior Gems. So let me say that again. A shout-out to Campanina Senior Gems, because you, Panina Senior Gems, are some of my greatest fans out there. Okay, and uh, now, can I
1: get everything out of the way?
0: Ah, uh, yeah, except me. Why are you pushing me? Stop that! I'm, a-
1: I'm not pushing you. Relax. Take it easy. I'm just shoving you to the side. That's not the same thing as pushing, is it?
0: Ah, uh, well, by you, I mean... Well, I'm okay, I'll, okay, I'm going, I'm going, I'm going. Now what?
1: Now I'm ready to tell a story. Okay, tonight's story
0: I have never, ever told before. It was sent in to me by an anonymous person, and I decided to check out if the story is true. I was blown away by a few things. Not only is the story said to be true, but I was blown away by the fact is that even though Jewish people do things with the Hebrew dates and the Hebrew dates in the calendar but there was something that whoo, <laughs> i guess uh i guess the word is it, it freaked you out a little bit made
2: you a little more sugar
0: uh, kind of you know what it was No, you didn't tell me yet you didn't tell everybody else well okay i'm going to be telling a story about the uh, great sadik rebben halberstam okay now this great sadik rebben Halberstam, Ben Thien Hamestam was the second Bava Rebbe, okay? And uh, unfortunately, he was killed in the pogrom in 1941. Now, his Hebrew site is, uh, we just, you know, he just had the 74th yurtzai, uh from this tzaddik. Uh, his site is Dalid Menachem Av. So, yes, unfortunately, he was killed in the pogrom in uh, the nine days, during the nine days. But what blew me away was, when I get this story, uh, you know, I'm thinking about, you know, telling the story. And I was thinking about maybe telling it last week, but I just didn't have time to go over it and whatever. And then this week I said, okay, let me look at it. And it blew me away when I look what the English date comes out to be. The English date of when he was killed in the pogrom uh, is July 28th. 1941. Wow! And today is the
1: 29th. That's right. That's what blew me away. The closeness of this all. It just blew me away.
0: Anyways... Uh, I have a question. If he was a such a great tzaddik, then, then why was he killed in the pogrom? Well, that's another discussion for somewhere else and at another time. But just very briefly, a Kaddish has a cheshmer from everything, and nothing happens for nothing. And sometimes, a Kaddish who takes away a great tzaddik, so this way he doesn't have to take away so many other carbonos in his place. You understand? Uh, oh, yeah, right. I learned, like, like a like a Mises of a Tzadnik, with a, uh, a Tzadnik, I a because it's nifter, then it brings capara to the world, right? That's correct. Okay, so, but that topic is for another time, and right now I would like to talk about the story. One more thing I would like to point out in this story is that... Uh, there was a thing called smoking in the good old days and at that time period people did not know all the dangers of smoking at that time and i would like to stress very strongly there isn't a soul in the world that does not know that smoking is very bad for your health and there's even shyless whether it's a derisa or not whether you're allowed to smoke or not allowed to smoke and certainly not allowed to start to smoke and so on and so forth But, now, why am I saying all this? Because I, for one, am a person that is totally against smoking. And it just so happens that the story does have a little bit something about smoking, because that was part of the nace of how the person was saved. And, again, I'm stressing that this story happened in a time period when it was not known that smoking is as dangerous as it is nowadays that we know. Okay, so let me get that out of the way. You guys did! Okay. Now, can I start? Go right ahead. I can't wait. You never told a story before? Oh, that means you might go in overtime.
1: Uh, I hope not. Right now, we got this huge clock over here. Yep. Thanks to Nussin over here, we got this huge
0: gigantic clock. And yeah, it's a big gigantic clock. Uh, what's Nussin's last name? Not telling you. Okay. Anyways, listen. I want to know. Ask him yourself. Uh, Nussin, what's... No, he's not. I'm doing the show now, if you don't mind. Okay. Anyways, there's this huge clock. Digital everything, and i can't be late and i can't be i know i'm looking at it seven eleven and thirty nine seconds seven eleven and forty seconds whatever, whatever I mean you stop that I want to tell the story okay anyways here's what happened. Let me tell you this story took place in nineteen thirty five but now let me just give you perhaps i can give you a a little a little bit of um uh, perhaps uh, I can give you a little bit of a background. Okay, so I'm going to give you now a little bit of a background to the story. First of all, there was a thing called, there was a thing called, um, I believe it's called, the government
1: Colonels. Okay, the Government of Colonels, sorry. I think it's called the Government of Colonels. Uh, I think it's called the Government of oh, of kernels yes okay it's called the government of kernels
0: Ah, uh, uh kernels like in popcorn kernels no 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 see there once was a person by the name of joseph pil i think i'm pronouncing his name right It's spelt in polish anyways anyways he was a uh, eventually he was a chief of staff and so on and so forth but he had a lot of people under his command during the uh, war with the Russians, and, war, you know, the World War One, and whatever, you know, and so on and so forth. And so what happened then? Okay, so uh, give me a moment, I'll tell you. I'm so excited, to give you so much background. When do we gonna get to the story, are you ready? Relax. Calm down. If I told the story without giving you the background, you wouldn't understand the story. Why are you going to say in Chinese? No. Okay, anyways, so let me continue. Anyways, this person had a bunch of officers that used to work under him, and he gave them positions in the government. And even after he, were, he passed away in 1935, these officers still held positions. And they were called the government of colonels because most of them used to be colonels in the army and in legions or whatever, Polish legions and so on and so forth. And these people ran the government in a very anti-Semitic way. And not only did they run in an anti-Semitic way, they ran the whole government like an, a military way, sort of. And uh, they took out a special, a special hatred straight towards the Jewish people.
2: I know. If you said they're anti-Semitic, then that means they have a hatred.
0: Yes, yes. What I'm saying is they went over and they interpreted tax laws the way they wanted to. What do you mean by that? Well, you see, there are tax laws. And people have to pay taxes, because that's what helps to uh, have the garbage collected, and so on and so forth, and everything like that. And uh, the water supplies, and whatever, you know, uh, it takes money, you know, and so it's paid for by your tax money. Yeah, so? But everybody has to pay their fair share of tax, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyways, uh, this government made sure to find loopholes and interpret the laws the way they wanted to make it very hard for the Jewish people and they made it even harder starting from 1933 when the nazis came into power they showed their anti-semitism even greater this polish government of colonels and this story that takes place or that took place in 1935 has a lot to do with this government that i have just mentioned and so let's go back To 1935. Okay, when's the bus leaving? No bus leaving. But you said we're going back to 1935. It's not a bus, it's your imagination. Okay, let's go by the train. No, 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 no. By plane? No, no, no. Submarine? No, no, no. Motorcycle? No, no. Roller skate? No, no. Roller blade? They didn't have that in those days. Oh, oh, sorry. So how are we doing it? Just sit down and relax. Let me tell the story. Anyways... Uh there was a person by the name of Yisrael Wiener. So let's go straight over to Yisrael Wiener. And I think that's his real name. (laughs) I didn't say in the story when I researched it whether it's a fake name or whatever, but that's the name again. Yisrael Wiener came from a town called Kreswitz. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. It's spelled with a Polish way. Kreswitz. Anyways, that town was near Krakow. So here we go, right into the snow. A story. I think we have enough background. Yeah, we do. So let's get into it. So what happened next? What do you mean, what happened next? I didn't even start the first part. Would you stop that? I want to get a little... Uh-oh, sorry. Okay. Go ahead. Anyways, Yisrael Wiener, we're in his house now. Really? Wow. Oh, life's furniture he has here. Would you stop that? You told me I should use my imagination. I'm using my imagination. Just relax, okay? Okay, okay. <laughs> okay, so go ahead. Anyways... We're going to now see how your Wiener Weiner is thinking. See how is it you Stop that already. Oh, oh, uh, Their hair is Oh, oh, yeah, okay. Anyways, now we're going to straight over to Yisrael Wiener. I said that already. I know. Okay. what I going to and 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 my dear wife, we got a problem here.
2: What is our problem? Can you tell me what our problem is?
0: Uh, Yeah, we have a very big problem, you know. I'm trying to work as best as I can. You know, I'm a tailor, and I have a beautiful sewing machine, one of the best that ever was made in this century. And I, you know, I, I take a lot of pride in my sewing machine, and I do a little of this, a little of that. But you know, I'm very good, and you know that this crazy government this a uh, government of what you call, um, um, the, how you call it, uh... The government of colonels? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Anyways, they, they twisted around the tax laws, and somehow they're trying to make that we people pay much more taxes than everybody else. They're ruining us financially, many of us don't even make a good living anymore, and they still collect taxes. And this is not very good.
2: Well, so far, Baruch Hashem, you're able to pay the taxes.
0: That's what I wanted to sit down and talk to you about.
2: What? What? What?
0: Well, um, they, they 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 sent me a letter the other week, and uh, uh, they have a, a bill with exorbitant taxes. First I assume a lot, a lot of taxes I have to pay.
2: So, you, you're able to pay, and we do it all the time.
0: Yeah, but you see, every time I pay that taxes, they somehow figure a way how to raise me even more taxes. And now I'm not making the same amount of money, or even close to it, and I can't pay the taxes. So do you know what they're gonna do next?
2: Oh no, I have no idea. You never told me. What are they going to do next?
0: Well, you know, I was speaking to Chaim Schmier. And Heim Schmier told me that the government, when they send you a bill and you can't pay the taxes and you don't pay on time, then there's a special tax collector guy, I don't know what he's called. Uh, he comes down, uh, together with a policeman or two or three or four, depending on how much they feel threatened. And these police people, they come down. And mommish, mommish. <coughs> You'll see. Ah, oh, sorry. <laughs> Anyways, uh, go, go, go ahead, uh, Israel. Uh, yeah, 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 alright, i I'm going to continue. Anyway, so what happens is, uh, Reimschmil told me, that, eh, uh, when he couldn't pay the taxes, the tax collector meet the policeman, they came into his house, they looked around and they went wherever they wanted and he couldn't do anything because, you know why, because, uh, he had the policeman with them. And then, they look at his furniture, they look at this, they look at that, and then they make an estimate on the spot, how much this costs, how much this costs, and then they take things. If you don't pay the tax money, they take these things away.
2: So what you're saying? They're going to come here and
0: take us away? Uh, No, no, no. They want things that are worth money.
2: Oh, but we're worth a lot of money. They're going to lock us up in jail?
0: That's only if we can't pay the taxes. Meantime, we're going to come in here and probably look at the furniture and look at the kitchen sink. I don't know what they're going to take. Are they going to take that used toothpick? I hope not.
2: How about the used tissue over there?
0: That's not a bad idea. Then they'll know to stay away from us, maybe. I don't know.
2: Oh. Uh, should I blow my nose in and nap- out? Would
0: you stop there, please, okay? We, we have a problem. What are we going to do? Uh-oh. The problem is bigger than what I thought.
2: What do you mean the problem is bigger than what you thought?
0: Uh, because I think oh, uh, they're, they're coming in this direction. Uh, they're walking towards uh, our house.
2: Oh, so you know what? I'll close the door, lock the windows, And and then and then we'll pretend we're not home.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's a great idea. Okay, lock everything and, and close up the doors. And lock the window. All right, and don't and, and no make a sound. Don't even sneeze. <coughs> uh, you'll see, even you don't sneeze, okay? How'd you know I was here? Uh, you walked into the story because Robert Herb said come back in time. whenever you want, stay over there. Uh, yeah, see, so you're getting in everybody's way again. I'm sorry. <laughs> what can I do? I just stay over there. Okay, go ahead, Yisrael. Continue. Uh, thank you very much, the help. Okay. Anyway, so let me tell you what happened. Uh, oh, 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 you're telling what happened. I'm just acting out what happened. Okay. Alright. Uh, my dear wife? Not a salon. Uh, what's his wife's name? Shh. His wife's name is Shh. No, 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 no. It's supposed to be quiet now. Yeah, but I don't know what his wife's name. Uh, well, you know what? When I researched it, it didn't say what his wife's name is. Could you call her, um, Zelda? Okay, I'll call her Zelda for the sake of the story. Zelda, don't make a sound. Okay,
2: I won't make a sound. <sighs> I'll hold my breath.
0: I don't know if you can hold your breath that long. All right. Come, let's go. All right, this is the Jew's house. Yisrael, Weiner. All right, let's knock on the door. Hello? Hello, open the door. Open the door. Hello, open the door. (laughs) Hmm, He should be home, but he's not. Officer, knock on the door.
1: Yes, sir, I will knock on this door. (laughs) Okay, I'm gonna knock on this door. I'll knock even harder. Do you want me to break down the door? No.
0: We'll give him one more day. We'll come back tomorrow. And if he's not home tomorrow, we'll just break down the door and take whatever we want. <laughs> you know if the guy is home, then we could limit it to uh the value <laughs> what he owes, but if he's not home, <laughs> we have the right to take whatever we think. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and so, sure enough, they left after a few minutes of banging and waiting. Oh, dear, this is not very good. You know, it was a good idea for a, a, maybe one day.
2: So, during this day, why don't you go around and try to borrow the money so we could pay it off so they don't have to take things away from the house?
0: And then, how am I supposed to pay back the money?
2: Because you'll make more money and then you'll pay back the money that you owe the people.
0: And then uh, what are we going to do with the new tax money?
2: And then you'll pay the tax money with the money that you borrow from A, give it to B, and then from B to C, and then from the Allah pays you'll go to the soft and then to the, the top, And it'll be very tough for us. I don't know. I don't know. You will do something.
0: Yeah, yeah, we're going to be Miss Powell. That's how we're going to do. And sure enough, Yeravi Srell, Wiener, and his wife were being Miss Powell. They were saying
1: to Hillem... <laughs> And then the next day came, and there was that knock on the door. Open the
0: door. Uh, who is there? Open the door, I'll break down the door. I said, Who is there? I said, Open the door. I'll open the door, but first tell me who you are. My mother taught me I shouldn't open up my door to strangers. Who are you? I'm the tax collector. Oh, short of my why didn't you say so? I gave him the door last year for the taxes, you know. I mean uh, A what? And nothing's a little joke. <laughs> okay, let me come to the door. Yum yum bum 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 bye yum bye okay. Now let me just open up the first lock. The second lock. And the third lock. How many locks do you got there? I have a couple of bagels, too, if you want. Don't you stop that. Just open the door. All right, all right. You have a very weird door. (laughs) It's made for weird people to come to the door. What did you say? Nothing. Come inside. Come inside, please. Okay, Sholem Aleichem, what can I do for you? You understand that I have this paper over here. This paper here is a document signed by the officials from the government of the colonels, and not the popcorn colonels. Yes. And we are here to collect the money that you owe. Do you have the money? Uh, uh, um, And you see, the problem is, you know, every time I pay the taxes, you know, you always take more and more taxes. I mean, why can't we just have the same fee that everybody else here in the town has. Don't ask questions. But I am. I, I'm a Yid, and we always ask questions. That's the way we learn. We ask a question, you get an answer, you, lo- you learn, and you get more knowledge. So why are we singled out more than anybody else? Because <laughs> we don't like you. I don't like you either. Chobach What did you say? Nothing! I didn't say nothing. You have a problem with your hearing or something? Anyway, what can I do for you? Listen here. This is the amount of money you owe. Take a look at that paper again. All right. If you pull it any closer, it's gonna go into my nose. I don't care. You have this money? Uh, No, no. I don't have the money. All right. Then let's see what you got around here. Uh, uh, um, 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 Please, sir. Just give me a little time. I'll make the money. I'm paying the taxes. I don't care about what you want to do. (laughs) I care about right now. And right now, I want your tax money.
1: Uh, Can we get this over with? Because I want to go to the bar and drink some schnapps and whiskey and get a little shicker, a little drunk, a little bit, you know. Uh, So uh, what do you say? Uh, Can we just do this?
0: Yeah, can we do this already? Come on, you know. Just get to the point. All
1: right. Jew,
0: show me. My name is not Jew, although I'm a Jew, but my name is a Wiener. Can you say that? It's Wiener. Let's see what you got. Hmm. Kitchen sink. (laughs) This kitchen sink is quite, quite dirty. It won't match the amount of money that I have here written. No, 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 no. (laughs) Let's see what else you got. We'll take the best of what you got. Mm. What's inside this room? Uh, This room is where I do my tailoring work. Very interesting. (laughs) This cover over here, this linen cover. What is it covering exactly? Exactly. Ah, oh, this linen cover. <laughs> you notice, by the way, that I'm a very loyal Polish citizen, you understand? Uh, what makes you so loyal? If you notice that underneath this cover is my most prized possession. It's a sewing machine, the very best that they make in our times. And I make my living through this sewing machine. So this is my greatest possession, you understand? And I want you to understand that because I respect my sewing machine, and I thank Hashem that He gave me this sewing machine, I just want you to understand, just get to the point, that when I cover it up to keep it clean, I made a beautiful cover, And to show that I love the Polish government, I put the Polish emblem, the insignia, right on top of this cover. Really? Hmm. Let me take a look at this. (laughs) Ha ha! Very nice! So you got the white on the top, the red, and you got the Polish white eagle. Very, very nice! Very nice! But that doesn't cut it. Take off the cover. Let me see that sewing machine. Alright. Right. <coughs> All alright, alright. I'm gonna do it. One second. Mm-hmm. Alright. Voila! Here is the sewing machine. Uh, not bad condition. Mm. Uh. You know, I just might take this sewing machine. Ah, oh, please, sir. If you take the sewing machine, I won't be able to make a living. If I can't make a living, how am I going to pay taxes of any kind? <laughs> Good point. Good point. Very well said for a change. <laughs> so I'll tell you what I'm going to do, all right? Are you listening? Yeah, I'm listening. Show me what else you got. Maybe have a good piece of furniture that will equal this amount of money that you owe. Ah, uh, yeah, of course, of course, no problem. And uh, let me just cover this up here. My oh, boy, I'm getting a little nervous here. Ah, I don't think my jokes are going into him, and he's not mellowing. He's very mean, this, this machine, tax collector here. He's a very mean person. He's showing what a big antecedent he is. i oh, oh, it's before him. Oh, I can tell you. I can tell what are you mumbling about? And uh, Nothing, nothing. I'm just going to take this cover and put it over here. I'm very nervous. Uh, he almost took my sewing machine. I wouldn't be able to make up a noose, but he didn't take it. Now, what am I going to do? He's going to take... I, 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 I don't know. What's going to take the bed I sleep on? going to take the chair I sit on? What's going to Maybe the couch. I don't know. I, I, I'm just, uh, let me just put this on. And when he put on the cover over the sewing machine, he was so nervous that he didn't realize that he didn't put the cover on properly. Most of the weight was leaning to one side. The cover was not put on equally. And that would mean...
2: I know, I know. Gradually, it's going to slide off onto the floor.
0: What does it have to do with the story? <laughs> Plenty. You just sit back and relax. Okay, okay. Wow, it's to conciding exciting. All right, right. And sure enough, he went into another room... And this mandate guy, this tax collector, looked around and said, Uh, oh, this is too petty. Wait, I think I saw a beautiful uh, reclining couch of some sort. Uh, I, I believe I saw it in the same room where the sewing machine is. <laughs> uh, <coughs> yeah, it's very possible. Uh, yeah, I, I, not very possible. I know what I saw but I'll take a closer look at it now. (laughs) That's what I'm going to do. I want to take a closer look. (laughs) Okay, I'm going to go and take a closer look. Uh, 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 All right, I'm I'm coming with you. And just then, as they were walking by, the gust of wind from the quick movement
1: caused the rest of this unbalanced uh, cover
0: to fall right off of the sewing machine. as it fell off onto the floor, the next thing happened was that... Uh, this is where I come in. I, 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 I'm so nervous over here. i better go ahead. And I don't know which... Uh, I, he's going to take the furniture over there. I, 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 let me go ahead. And as he walked on ahead, he didn't realize that the cover from the sewing machine was on the floor. And he stepped on it. Right on top of the Polish insignia, the flag design, the
1: white and the red with the white eagle embroidered in it. He stepped
0: on it, and the police officer suddenly noticed it.
1: Hey, one second. Tax collector, come back here a minute.
0: What? I, I like this recline, it's very
1: comfortable. <laughs> I
0: can use it for myself, maybe I won't give it to the government. <laughs> maybe I'll take it for myself and then I'll, I'll just say that I was robbed from the tax money.
1: <laughs> I don't believe
0: anything I say. Okay, uh, anyways, uh, <laughs> what, 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 what's the matter?
1: Look what he did. He's standing on the Polish emblem. Uh, what?
0: Standing on the Polish emblem? Oh my goodness, the, the, the cover fell off of my sewing machine. I'm so, so sorry. It was a mistake. It, it fell off. Wow, this is greater than what I thought. Not only could we take his possessions to cover the tax money, <laughs> we could have him arrested. Excuse me, have me arrested for what? You just desecrated the uh, emblem, the insignia of the Polish regime. You understand that? You just made fun of the Polish uh, government. You desecrated the government symbol. Huh, how could you do that? Uh, what are you talking about? You stepped on the insignia. It was a mistake. It was an accident. Listen, I really respect the, the Polish government. I really do. Yeah, sure. That's why you stepped on... No, just not why I stepped on it. Listen, think about it. If I didn't care about the Polish government and I wasn't respecting it, then why would I have a cover that has the Polish emblem on it, and why would I put it on my sewing machine, which is my most prized possession that I have, because I made panocha from it? No, doesn't it make sense? <laughs> no, sure, it's a great cover-up. Of course, it's a great cover-up. It covers up my sewing machine. No, 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 your story. You probably have the emblem on there, so that we should think it covers up your sewing machine. And then when you don't think we're looking, you probably dance and jump all over the insignia. That's what you do. Know. I do not! Ah, uh, yes, you do. I do not! Yes, you do. Yes, you do. I do not! Yes, you do.
1: Yes, you do.
0: I do not! What's the matter with you people? Hey, what can we do on here? Are we gonna arrest him or not? Hey, wait a second. This is crazy. It's a mistake. It was an accident. It slid off. Come on. What's the matter with you people? (laughs) <laughs> it's a great opportunity. Oh, uh, Peter, I like this very much.
1: Yeah, because, you know, the judges, <laughs> they don't favor these Jewish people so much.
0: Matthew, mumbling over there?
1: And, and they usually, when, when they find out, uh, or they have an excuse, that they could say that the Jewish people went over, and, and they desecrated an insignia, or they made fun of the Polish government, they could lock them up in jail, and they could put them in a couple of years. <laughs> <laughs> I like this very much. It's a very good idea. <laughs> oh, I love it so much. <laughs>
0: yes, that's right. Okay, I'm sorry, sir, but we have to arrest you. Wait a second. I'm a married person. I have a wife. I have children, and I have a panoosha, and if you want me to pay the taxes... It doesn't matter. We're taking that recliner, too. <laughs> It is a bonus, because I get a kickback. You get a kickback? What do you mean? (laughs) Because if I bring a Jewish person that desecrated something from the Polish people, uh, the government loves it, and the judge loves it, and they put you in jail for a long time, and then they give me a reward for it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I benefit all the way around. Yeah, 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 all the way around. I bless me what I'm going to do, I remind you, Shavuila, and, uh, take him away. Uh, what are you doing?
1: I'm sorry, sir, but I have to put uh, these uh, handcuffs on you.
0: Uh, go ahead, put it on away, let's go. I want to go to the bar, come on, before they close. Yes, 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 yes. go. come on, let's go. <clears throat> and sure enough, they arrested Yisrael Winner. And they took this we know and they brought him before a hearing judge.
2: A hearing judge? What's a hearing judge? A judge that hears things or a judge that can't hear?
0: No, 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 no. It's an expression. Before the trial, there has to be a preliminary thing. Just, just let me go on.
2: Okay, okay. Go, go, go on.
0: Anyways, so what happened was, they came before the judge. All oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do we have here? Let me see your papers aside. You filled it out over here. Uh huh. huh. Oh,
1: I love this.
0: <laughs> you desecrated Polish Paul Wash Emblem, the insignia. Oh, that's not very really good. <laughs> All right. You know what? Uh, You got a little money? We'll let you out on bail. And and, uh, next week is going to be a trial. Enjoy your freedom that you have for one week because (laughs) the evidence is here. We have witnesses that saw you step on it. (laughs) You're going to go to jail for a long time. Good couple of years. (laughs) So enjoy your week of freedom. Uh, Just put down the bail money. Okay, here we go. I'll stamp it. Okay, there you go. (laughs) See you next week. You don't come back next week. We send out a warrant for your arrest, and then you'll be away for even longer. So do me a favor, don't come back. (laughs) What do you mean? Of course I'm going to come back, because I'm innocent. (laughs) Get yourself a good lawyer. And sure enough, he had no choice. He scrounged whatever little savings he could find, and he hired a lawyer.
1: And he was preparing himself for the court case. And the lawyer said, I'm sorry to tell you this. But I hear everything that's going on here, and I just want you to know. I, I hope I could help you, but, but it seems to be like an open and shut case. First of all, there was the tax collector there, and there was a couple of those policemen over there, and they all saw you step on it, and even yourself, you said you stepped on it.
0: It was an accident. And you have to make it sound like it was an accident, but I didn't do it on purpose to go and desecrate it.
1: I know. I'll try my best. I'll see what I can do. Well, we got until next week.
0: I thought I gonna meanwhile for next week wait a minute
1: And so sure enough he did a
0: lot of the Hillem And then it was the night before the trial A night before the trial and suddenly while he was saying to Hillem Hillemak <speaking> Moligoby <in> one <Spanish> wait wait what 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 I thought came in my head I should go and visit the great Tzaddik. I have been seeing how He's the second Bob Rebbe. The great Tzaddik, yeah. Maybe I can get a broker that the case should go well. Maybe he'll give me advice that I can tell my lawyer how to defend myself. Ah, this Bob is very, very special. He's got a lot of iches. He's the great grandson of Rab Chaim Harvestam, the son of known as the Divre Chaim. Oh, yeah, yeah, very, very big tzaddik. Yeah, he also wrote a beautiful sefer. I, I, I looked through it a bit. It's uh, called Kedusha Very interesting sefer, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why a lot of people call the Helekat tzaddik the Kedusha Tzien. Oh, you know what? I think I'm going to go visit him. Yeah. Where are you going? Tomorrow's the
2: case. You've got to get some sleep. You're not going to be awake. How could you think by the trial?
0: Yeah, I, I'm going to think better because I'm going to go to the great sardip where I've been seeing
2: Probably, oh, Yeah,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. I'm going to go to him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to go to him, because uh, 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 right now he happens to be nearby, he's, 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 he's in the bower. you know what I mean, Christ uh, whatever.
2: Okay, let's look at Abba.
0: Yeah, yeah, you just say to hit him in the meanwhile.
2: Yes, I will.
0: Yeah, yeah, yes, you will. Okay, okay, no, no, And Sure enough, he made his way to the bubba, he went by horse. <laughs> Alright, here I am. huh No, I'm I, here. I almost am. Just a few more feet. Don't sneeze all over me, Mr. Horsey. You always sneeze in every story. Okay, anyways, here I am. Let me knock on the door.
1: Who is there? Please. By all means, come in. Uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> Alright,
0: I'm inside. And um, and um, um, uh Heiliger Rabbi. Ah, yes. And what is it that I can do for you? Hailegarab uh, uh, um, um and he poured out his heart and he told over the whole story. And he said, you Now what am I supposed to do? I need a broker that I should be much clearer and that the, 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 the rabbinus lollum should uh, make our immaturnish turn over everything and make it that, that that the judge should favor me, because I heard that the judge that I'm going to be in front of is a big anti Smith. And, and, and matter of fact, I don't think I just hear it. I, I, I saw it in my own eyes the day that he, well, he, he... He's looking forward to putting me away for a very, very long time. I see. Tell me. I want to ask you a question. This... um. How would you say this judge, you saw him, uh, does he smoke? Uh, 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 yeah, yeah, I think it was a cigar or a cigarette, yeah, a cigar, he smoked a cigar, I think. No, no, a cigarette, what a cigar, I mean, cigarette, the cigarette is dinner, the cigar is fat, I mean, yeah, he smoked, yeah, yeah, yeah. Very good. Listen to me, I give you a brocha, the Be'ezah Hashem, everything will go well, and you will be matzliach. And Hashem, Mizpah, will guide you throughout this trial. But now, listen to me. I want you to come to the trial tomorrow with this little box. Okay? Um, actually, I don't have any here. Do you have a box of matches? Yeah, of course I have a box of matches. Who doesn't have a box of matches? Good. Make sure you bring it tomorrow, and make sure there's only one match. Yeah, and, and, and that what? Well, you'll watch very carefully. And when this judge starts to uh, get fidgety and takes out a cigarette to smoke before he could reach for any other person's match or his own match run up and give him this box of matches but it only has one match that's okay only need one match to strike and let him light his cigarette and then and then how's that going to help me because i am be a nice guy he's going to forgive me because i gave my match to light his cigarette no 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 Let me whisper a couple of things into your ear, and then you will tell this to your lawyer. Really? You think that's going to work? I give you a brocha, Beth Hashem. It's going to work. (laughs) Thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm going to come down. Okay, okay. Well, sure enough, the next day came, and everybody came into the courtroom, and there was a person... Who stands up front and he tries to get everybody quiet?
1: Okay, quiet, body Order in the cart. Yeah, in the court. Okay, I'll have a pastrami sandwich on rye bread and a little club soda on the side. Not that kind of order. Ooh, having dairy. oh some bagels of lots and peanut butter and jelly. Not that kind of order. Ooh. Uh having fish steaks? Not that kind of order. Uh, let, let's see. Oh, vegetarian diet. Ugh, gooey. Would you stop that? We want order, as in being quiet. Oh, you got that? Uh, yeah, I think so. And the judge came in. All right. Now that we got order in the court. Where is the
0: prosecutor? Come here. <laughs> Sure, 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 sure. I know what to do, Judge. Don't you worry. i have a right of Good.
1: Make sure you don't
0: lose this. I want to put this Jew away for a lot of years. Do you understand? Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Don't you worry about it then. I'll get this Jew. Don't worry. Don't worry. All right. Well, let the case begin. Prosecutor, present your case. Oh, yeah. Sure, sure. Uh, according to the documents handed to me, we got these documents here. This piece of paper comes a lot handy, you know. Okay, now, uh, we got these documents here. And, uh, it states over here that when the tax collector came by together, mind you, together with the policeman to collect things because he couldn't pay his taxes, this person uh, 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 yes Srowell uh, Shre- 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 uh, Wiener, uh, uh, he, uh, knocked over a uh, cover that had to the Polish emblem, and he stepped on it! He desecrated it! He deserves to be put away for quite a number of years! The maximum! Three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, twenty years maybe! <sighs> that sounds very, uh, uh, promising! Uh, will um, you have witnesses? Oh, yes. a uh, tax collector? Yes. I saw it with my own eyes. I was coming into that room, and I was looking at a recliner. It's pretty comfortable, by the way. I was looking at this recliner, and all of a sudden, I turned around because the police officer, he gave a scream, and he said the Jew is stepping on the Polish emblem. And I saw it with my own eyes. Ah oh, right, that's very good. And, uh, officer, will you please take the stand? You swear to tell the whole lie? I mean, the whole truth, nothing but the truth, yeah, uh, you're right. So, so help me, God, and everything else, right? And to so help my pockets, too, you know what I mean? Ah, uh, just yeah, yeah, you're going to tell the truth, right?
1: Yeah, of course I'm going to tell the truth. What do you think, I'm a liar or something? I don't tell the lie. I always tell the truth. You know, my mother taught me that never, ever lie. Because anything that comes out of your mouth is considered the truth. I mean, yeah, I mean, I never lie. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: All right, now you said you saw him, he dropped it, and he stepped on it on
1: purpose, right? Uh, yeah, that's right. That's exactly what he did.
0: Uh, See, sir, we have an open and shut case. What about you, officer? Oh, yes, I saw it also. He stepped on it. Even though I was in the other room, I heard him step on it. Yes, and I saw it through the wall. Yes, I saw him step on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He stepped on it on purpose. Saw it through the wall. Try a better line. Yeah, I saw it from around the wall. Yeah, I put my head around the wall. And of course, Mr. Row was thinking in his mind. I'd love to take him and put him around the wall. (laughs) All right, Um, Mr. Lawyer,
1: uh, defend me. Don't worry. I got everything under control. Uh, I'll do what the rubber said. Don't you worry, and you get ready. Okay. Excuse me, uh, gentlemen of the jury, uh, Your Honor, and uh, everybody else, and all the uh, outstanding lawyers, I mean, all the outstanding lawyers that are here, um, I would like to just point out very carefully and quickly that. uh, this person, Yisrael Weiner, my client, is a very outstanding and upright citizen, and he has never had any trouble with the law before. And, unfortunately, the taxes have been rising and rising uh, for the Jewish people, and it's become very difficult for them to be able to pay their fee. So, uh, when the tax collector and the policemen came inside, uh, they tried to... Um, uh, find things that they could take in his place, but all of a sudden, I must tell you, is that, you know, he was very nervous because, you know, uh, imagine people coming in to possess things that, you know, you had for so many years and whatever, and they shook the cover off the thing and the cover slid down and then it fell on the the floor and he didn't notice it and then when the uh, tax collector came back in and he he went back in, so it was very obvious because when he came back in, he, uh, he, uh, whatchamacallit, he, uh, what
0: uh, just, uh, what are you talking about? Uh, nervous? Uh, you sound like you're nervous.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah well, well, you see, the thing is, um, it, it so happens that he was nervous, and, and I, I'm trying to demonstrate what nervousness means, and so by accident, he stepped on it. He didn't do it on purpose.
0: Oh, yeah, huh? Well, tell me something. Would he actually de- Well, he actually, actually, actually... One second, let me fix my teeth over here. <coughs> uh, what he actually, accidentally... Step on a Sefer Torah. T- How do you say that word? Let me look let me that paper. Sefer Torah. Torah scroll. Would you, Mr. Yisrael Wena would you step on a Torah scroll? Uh, uh, of course not. I wouldn't step on a Torah scroll, and you better not either. The Torah scroll is a little more different than the Polish emblem. Polish emblem is important, but you know, like, the Sefer Torah is like higher Madrid, you understand? You, you understand what I'm trying to tell you? <laughs> ah yeah, yeah, yeah Let me tell you something. You stepped on it. You desecrated it, and you wouldn't step on a Torah scroll. <laughs> and while this was going on, as they were arguing back and forth, the lawyer was trying to stall for time. Till it finally happened. The judge. <laughs> I see where this is going. Oh, the prosecutor's gonna win. Ah, this is time for me to take a smoke. <laughs>
1: I would like to remind the audience again that smoking is not really good for your health, and just that this story happened at a time period when uh, smoking was not known to be hazardous to the person's health. (laughs) Well, let me
0: tell you something. I like the way this case is going. You're doing a good job, prosecutor. (laughs) Well, you know, this calls for a smoke. Uh, Let me see. Oh, yes, I do have a cigarette over here. Now, where are my matches? Uh, excuse, me, excuse, me, excuse, me, excuse me, pardon me. I happen to have a match right here, in the box over here. Okay, there you go. You uh, can keep it, you know. I don't need it anymore. <laughs> yeah, of course you don't need it anymore, because where you're going? Ha ha ha. You'll be lucky if you get a cigarette. Ha 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 ha. All right, let me just light this. Up. Oh, there's only one match left in this box, anyways. Let me just strike it up here. One second. <laughs> Come on, strike it up here. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I got it. Oh, it's working. Oh, God, I can smoke. It was empty box anyways. Let me just throw it in the garbage.
1: Oh, no! Oh, no. Oh, my goodness. Oh, dear. Oh, me. Oh, my. Oh, what's going on here? No, this is terrible. This is terrible. I'm sorry to interrupt the case, but we now have a new crisis.
0: What are you talking about? You still haven't explained. The fact is, he would never step on a Torah scroll, right? Yes, of course not.
1: But now we have a bigger problem. What's the bigger problem? Oh no, the insignia of the Polish government was just desecrated.
0: What are you talking about? Yeah, what are you talking about? Yes, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> hey, you're trying to stall for time, eh?
1: Uh, well, let me just explain it to you very simply, like this. Everybody knows that the Polish government is in charge of things like cigarettes and matches and things like that, a lot of different commodities. And therefore, all of these things, the boxes, the packaging has the Polish insignia on it with the white and red stripe with the Polish eagle on it. And now I have to bring this to everybody's attention. Look what happened. This judge, the judge himself. Are you talking to me? Yes, you, your honor. Please forgive me if I have to point it out to you, but you just desecrated the Polish government!
0: (laughs) Ha 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 ha! I desecrated the Polish government? What are you talking
1: about? You just threw that box into the garbage can.
0: Of course! The box of matches is empty!
1: But take a look, sir. If you don't mind, can I pull it out of the garbage? Go
0: right ahead!
1: Here you go. Okay, look at it. Yeah? Look, it's got the Polish insignia on it. It's got the emblem with the eagle. And you just threw it into the garbage, throwing the Polish insignia into the garbage. You just desecrated. And all of a sudden, at that moment, all the people in the courtroom, they started to snicker a little bit. <laughs> yeah, that's so cute. That's really cute. Yeah, yeah, that's really cute. This <laughs> is funny. This is the case when they say the Jews did. and the judge himself (laughs) and just
0: throws it into the garbage. (laughs) And next thing you know, everybody in the courtroom were laughing. (laughs) And all the different kinds of laughter was going on. And then suddenly, the judge said, order in the court.
1: Okay, are we going to now order pastrami? No! Everybody quiet down now. Now tell me what's going on here. Well, sir, I mean, if you prosecute this Jew, and you try to lock him up for desecrating the Polishessinger because he stepped on it by accident, and you, on the other hand, um, you threw that box out in the garbage on purpose. It was empty! Well, obviously, there are certain times that we can obviously throw out the emblem. Obviously. And, and, because if you prosecute this Jew and you put him away for a couple of years, I'm afraid you have to do the same to yourself. And the place roared with even more laughter. <laughs> That's a good
2: one! That's a good one! Yeah! That was a really great one! That's a good one yeah.
0: And of course, the judge realized what was going on here. And he realized that this lawyer tricked him to become a shtickle laughing stock. But before things got out of hand, he gave a clock with his mallet on the table. Order in the court. Now are we ordering? No. Now you listen to me. What we're going to do is very simple. I decree that it was an accident by the Jew. He didn't mean to desecrate. He is free to go. Case dismissed. And that's it.
2: Wow.
0: It's unbelievable. The broker and the dash trailer advice that, 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 that the broker gave have been seen how much time it really worked. And sure enough, he was free to go. And, of course, he was able to stay at home, not spend any jail time whatsoever, and he worked hard until the next persecutions would come. But that is another story. Okay.
2: Wow, well, did you notice once the story got exciting, I was
0: quiet. Uh, yeah, it's a good point. Did you fall asleep? uh uh-uh, I was at the edge of my seat. It <laughs> like you were the edge of my seat. Well, I did that too. After a while, anyway, do we have any time for some phone calls? Yeah, a little bit. Okay, we'll take a few phone calls.
1: Hello, you're on the air. What is your name? Yehuda Lowey. Yehuda Lowey. Oh, very good. Okay, what lessons you learned tonight's story?
2: That when you're in a big situation, you should just go to Sally for a bracha, because whatever he says can happen.
0: Very good. And right. What? Excellent. So we should have a munas Excellent. Great. Okay, thanks a lot. Hello, you're on the air. And what is your name?
2: Hello? Yes,
0: you're on the air. Could you lower whatever you listen to because I'm hearing double, double,
1: double, double talk. Yes. Hello? Hello? Yes, now I can hear you. What is your name?
0: Miriam.
1: Okay, and Miriam. And what lesson you learned tonight's story? They
2: should always say, that you should always
1: say, Tehlin. You should always say, Tehlin, that's true. That's the healing does help. That's excellent. Thank you very much. Excellent.
0: Okay, hello, you're on here. What is your name?
2: Hi! Hi,
0: Marsha! Oh, yeah! Ha ha! Yes, okay, so tell me real quick because...
2: Okay, I'm gonna tell you real quickly, alright? Alright, so, I only have one lesson today, okay? So the lesson is that you shouldn't really lie and make up such false cases. Okay, and, uh, for a second, uh, Colonel Burris Kamkowski, can you step out of the dressing room for a minute? I've got an interview with you.
1: Oh, very interesting.
2: Yes, get over here, please. I mean, from the Tarnished Penny store. You get out of there, please. Come over here.
1: Oh, very good, very good.
2: Yes, and I just want to tell you something really quickly. Uh, your acting was pretty good. I just. Noticed a few mistakes. You By mistake, we said that uh, your last name was Swindler instead of saying your last name was Br- Kramkovsky. You should have said that.
0: Oh, you're talking about that Tanish Penner story. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he, yeah. He's right. Any, that. Anyways, he I, I got to go now to the next phone call, okay? Uh, <laughs> all right, sorry. Okay, hello, you're on the air. It might be the last phone call. Okay, hello, you're on the air. What is your name? Okay, and what lesson you learned tonight's story?
2: To always trust and rebay
0: Always trust and obey him. Excellent. Thank you very much. Okay, I think that's the last phone call we have. Okay, until next week, Hashem. We'll see you all and have a wonderful Shabbos and goodbye.
1: Visit our new home.